This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to the official Red Sox podcast inside the monster presented by Odyssey with myself, Steve Peralt and Joey Capone. It is ITM shorts time. And Joey, this mm-hmm. is this is somewhat of an emergency pod, which is hilarious. This I dude handed he, us a pod on a silver platter. <laughs> this dude, I was texting you like we we got to do a short on this guy like we can't not do a short on what happened at Tropicana Field. Uh, This game is still going on right now. Game two of three in Tampa, Red Sox, Rays, and Tristan Cassis. Tristan Cassis hits his first. Getting there. I'm almost there. Cassis hits his first career homer, and I didn't pay attention to where it landed at all. I didn't really. You're just looking, oh, okay, he hit his first homer. You want to get some Mm -hmm. tweets out, and I was so excited about the rookie treatment they gave him in the dugout, which is mm-hmm. like my favorite thing ever is the the first career home run and they don't even act like you exist. It's awesome. That's a great baseball thing. I'm glad it still is going on. And I go downstairs, Joe, to yep. get a nice chicken finger sub because it had just arrived. Mm-hmm. Come back upstairs and it's just pandemonium. I'm like, what? what is, who is this guy? What's going on? Twitter's blowing up what is happening and sure enough it's the guy that caught casas's home run ball Mm -hmm. trying to act like he has hank aaron's (laughs) home run that passed babe ruth or something i'm like dude it's not that serious he's acting like he has bonds's 73rd home run like he caught pujol's 700th bomb we love we love casas Mm-hmm. He's he's our guy. It's exciting that he's up, and that we'll get another month of him before mm-hmm. this offseason. But this guy stinks. This is the classic. Oh, brother, this guy stinks. Like I've never seen anyone that fits that billing more. What were your thoughts, Joey, when you saw this? Not that. I've <laughs> really? been waiting till we're on the show to say where I stand on this dude. I'm I'm willing to I'm willing to budge. But where I stand coming into this is if a ball comes your way and it ends up being worth anything, get 
the maximum amount that you can for it. Because if he had said, no, I'm not giving this back. I caught it. It's mine. Then you got a dick on your hands. Then you got a guy that I would say, this guy stinks. Like, get out of here. Take the ball from him. Kick him in the knee on his way out. But that's not what happened. It looked like he was calling. I mean, I know what happened because Jemai went and interviewed him. Great job by Jemai. Great job. Incredible job by Jemai. Um, and shout out to the guy too for being like a pretty good conversationalist and like carrying it a little bit, and not being uh, vanilla. He was uh far from bland, he had stuff to say, and he was like, No, I was calling my fiance, I told her, and then I was thinking, like, man, what can I get for this? I think you should get everything that you can for it. Yeah, I it's funny because you're going off of this is like a John Boy special here, right? I mean, he's probably oh, yeah. gonna dissect the hell out of this thing. He's on it right now, he's gotta be, but you I saw the guy and just going off of body language, how he was acting around the clubhouse guys. See, that was the thing that caught me off guard because when the security guys were there, I'm like, oh, okay. They're waiting for the clubbies to get there and then they'll figure out a deal. Once the Sox clubhouse guy gets there, he's still not budging. And I'm like, wait a second. So I think in this guy's defense, a lot of our uh, anger uh, on Red Sox Twitter Mm -hmm. was this guy stinks. He's not going to give the ball up. Like what is going on here? Now I understand the bargaining element of this. I understand trying to get as much as he can, but I could, I knew this guy's entire situation without hearing a word of that before that interview even happened with Jemai. I, and I, mm-hmm. I think I even typed it out in some like mock-up tweet of like, you know, honey, I swear we can get so much out of this thing. Like this is going to be our like ticket to the, the good life. Like it, he just, mm-hmm. he, he checked every box. Mm-hmm. of like thinking he stumbled on, you know, the winning lottery mm-hmm. ticket when in reality it's a first career homer, get what you can and just give the ball. Up. Like it, it went on for way too long and it gave, I think people enough ammo to be like, this guy's the worst. Well, so before the clubbies even came over. Yeah. Did you see who went to get the ball first? Security guys there or, or the mascot, right? DJ Kitty. <laughs> DJ Kitty came over to try to get the ball, and you can see him be like, "No, like I'm not giving it to you, DJ Kitty." Back to the booth, baby. See that? And, that's what I. That's what I missed going downstairs. Like, oh, it was a great wrong here. What? What the hell was? Why was the mascot trying to get the so ball? So here, if I had to guess logistically, it's that he probably has like a speaker inside of his thing that's like you know on like the uh, staff radio or something. You know, yeah. they all have walkie talkies and whatever. And he was probably just the closest. So they were like, hey, DJ Kitty, we need you to go get that ball. <laughs> Yo, watching this video back. This is very funny. He's like, I'm going to need that ball, man. And you can see you He's can like, see DJ Kitty kind of like, you know, front the shoulders over like, oh, come on, man. I you think he said work. anything from behind, inside the suit? You think oh, he was absolutely. like, give me He's the ball. Talking. DJ Kitty is talking like, we're going to need that ball and we'll get you something back. And Ryan Brazier looking guy is not budging. He no. is not giving that ball up at all. Um, I just can't believe this whole thing is it's unbelievable. Like it's not, it's just non I can't believe it happened. I, there's certain baseball things over the course of 162 that have nothing to do. Well, that eh, I was gonna say nothing to do with the game, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. whether it's in the crowd things outside or, of out, off the field, yeah. Yeah, off the field stuff. And when Jemai gets the interview, and this guy says like he drove. He drove up from Orlando and he's a White Sox fan and he's got that underneath, you know, his raised jersey and he's by himself. He dropped a chicken wing and 
or he dropped his phone, right? He's eating wings. Yeah. And he dropped his phone and he's going around to pick it up. Here's people cheering. He looks up and catches the ball. I'm like, this is this can't be real life. Like, I can't believe I don't doubt that that's true because this guy doesn't mm-hmm. look like he can come up with a lie. Like, he seems like a straight shooter. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't uh, seem he, like a storyteller. No, he doesn't seem like he's going to craft up some crazy like, oh, they'll they'll believe this. No, he told it as it is. Mm-hmm. The guy, he just seemed he kind of seems like a doofus. I mean, he's he's a perfect character to have yeah, in this role right now. Yeah, he's the perfect character to have in the role of what happened. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely just can't that's believe great. that's how it all went down. Like, that was absolutely nuts. I love the move of going to the game alone, being like, you know what? Do you? I'm in the area. Sure. Especially if it's especially if it's not somewhere that you frequent, you know, yeah. like if I was on a business trip in Atlanta, I'd see if the Braves were in town. You know, I yeah, I think the trop is perfect for it, too, because it's. 11 cents to get in and then a place that you can keep a low profile like you're never going to see anybody you've ever met in your life at the trop that's just no it's not going to be crowded you're not going to be like squeezed next to two people you know you can sit anywhere yeah you can sit anywhere there no one's going to give a damn sit anywhere and then he probably got there and said hey you know what i'm going to be a Rays fan for the day i'm going to buy a jersey i'll buy a hat i'll support the team sure why not i'll be a Rays fan for the day i've done that before been out of town been like hey you know what i'm at this buffalo sabers game i don't know why i said one that's not true i've never been to buffalo <laughs> i could have used like a real one you like could've. i've done it with like the new york rangers been like yeah you know in new york been like ah msg's here i'll buy a rangers jersey and go to the game pretend mm. you know fit in for a day that's all he was, i don't know it's it's funny if he was trying to hide out somewhere and him calling his fiance was him being like so honey you might see me on twitter you might see me on tv i know i said i was in Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i meant tampa bay i meant st petersburg obviously those are the same yeah. thing i i do one element of this that is funny is i mean it's all funny it's all it's all wild mm-hmm. but the fact that during a game xander and raffi are signing autographs for this guy in the dugout so that they can get this ball back is hilarious like that's another layer of this where it's like oh wow they're actually signing these baseballs in the dugout so that this guy will give up the first home run ball. Like, I think there is a little element of. Did that happen on the broadcast? Did I miss that? Yeah, it was on the broadcast. Yeah. Ah, uh, man. But Lots I just think it's on the broadcast. I'm missing. Uh, yeah, I'm telling. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get yeah. into that in the recap episode. Um, But I, I just. I couldn't believe the entire thing was happening. New layers kept getting added on too. Or mm-hmm. it's like, wait, what? This guy's a White Sox fan. Like, what's going on? I don't really understand how this all ended up going down, but at least Cassis is Casas is going to get the home run ball. When they went back to him too, and Brad Foe's over there, if I know Rob, like I know Rob, I could have bet everything that he was going to rush down there and try to get an interview with this guy. I, yeah, I took a screenshot. I took a screenshot and sent it to Coop. <laughs> yeah. And I was like dropping this episode tonight. <laughs> and he I, was like, you know it. Rob, Rob is going to look at that like it's it's another David Ortiz interview. He's like, we got the guy. You wanted him. We got him. The goof that caught the first home run ball. I give this guy credit, this fan or whatever you want to call him, because he just kind of embraces every element of of what you expect him to be. Like he's at at his at his core. He's a clown. Um, And but he embraces it. I, I think it's he checks all the boxes of like, yeah, he wears two different teams apparel to the game. 
He goes by himself. He's stumbling his phone. He's catching a ball over bargaining for what he's going to get back when he doesn't even know the guy that hit it. I could have put all my money on the fact that he did not know who hit the ball. That's another thing. It's like, dude, yeah. you don't even know. You also, you need like a, there needs to be a certain level of understanding of the situation for me for you to be bargaining that much. You don't even know who the guy is to hit the ball. Like you, you almost don't, to me, you don't even like deserve the right to be like over bargaining when you don't even know what, what, Dude, who the guy he is. He won the lottery. Listen, listen, you and I play the lottery every week, right? We yeah, go, obviously. We, we write out our tickets and we, we listen to all the lottery experts that it's are like we 13. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get together every week. We have our slumber party and yep. we watch the guy on YouTube who's like, 13's been really hot lately for the mega bucks. Yep. Definitely hit 13. And this guy just, you know, was checking out at 7 Eleven and said, Hey, yeah, I'll put in a ticket, just do random numbers. And he won the lottery. So it's yeah. understandable to get frustrated with the guy, but he won the lottery, you know? It, but what's here's the thing with home not run, the ball, jackpot, not the jackpot, but a lottery. I look at the lottery as, like I mentioned earlier, like a pool hole 700, a bond 73, mm -hmm. you know. I, the Hank Aaron ball, like th th that's what I look at as the lottery, the McGuire ball. Those those things to me. Are you the don't lottery. stumble into those though. You don't stumble into those because no, if, I know. You know when Aaron Judge has sixty one, I think outfield tickets at Yankee Stadium are probably going to go up in price a little bit. Nobody's going to stumble into that ticket, and the it, ball's not going to hit you in the chest. Another reason why it's like, dude, this isn't this isn't like one of those baseballs. This is a first career homer. For a kid that we hope to matter in this club, you know, this club. Well, you don't know the conversation. Up. You know what I mean? Because the conversation could have been, hey, man, just give it up. And he's like, hey, I want something in return. And they were like, give it up, loser. <laughs> I, you bet, know? I bet the Sox club, he said, give it up, loser. I'm sure. Come on. What was said? What are you, a baby? Do you what need a you, bottle? A yeah. It, the whole thing is hilarious to me. I can't believe that it happened. But uh, yeah, I think it was worthy of a short. It was worthy of breaking it down. You got any other thoughts? I think we said all our thoughts. I don't know if anything else really sticks out outside of the fact that he was probably, for our sake, Joey, with how this mm -hmm. season has gone, the fact that the Sox out of nowhere are now nine out, that's what sucks about the Jays having a doubleheader on uh, on Monday. It's yeah. like, oh, right, they can win both of those games. If the Sox lose, they they fall back a game and a half, even further back. So um, Monday really made it feel like, oh, no, no, no. It's anyone that still believes it, it. It's definitely not. No, I know. Doable. I was going to save it for the recap, but it's it's totally. Yeah, OK, I'll, I'll drop this right now because it might not be true by the time the recap comes out as of this moment, or at least going into game two, the Diamondbacks are closer to an NL wildcard spot than the Sox are to an AL wildcard spot. Yeah. So Fangraphs, that's pretty telling. Fangraphs dropped into 0.8 percent. So uh, it's yeah, yeah, obviously. Tough. Are not looking at that anymore. So my point being that it's it's at least we get this crazy. Yeah, dude, yeah, yeah. You know, and we, the we fact get, that it's Ryan Brazier. That was the fact that thing. he yeah, plays for the back at this guy. It really is Brazier. What if it was Brazier? Yeah. Imagine like, did he get what like? What what I is? I got a that? text. Uh, I gotta admit here that I that tweet was straight up uh, plagiarized. <laughs> not plagiarized. Was but my 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 buddy uh, Ben Brungart uh, used to work at uh, Lumberland, and yeah. he uh, he's the catcher for at uh, UMass Amherst. Uh, he texted me, and he was like, "Tell me that's not Ryan Brazier," <laughs> and I was like, "Tweeting it." <laughs> Sorry, man, tweeting it. It's like, got to do it. No, I, everyone's going with Brazier on this one. I mean, he really I does look like Ryan Brazier. Oh yeah, this is 
this is hilarious. I still can't believe it happened the way it did. Last thing here mm-hmm. on Ryan Brazier, guy that caught the Casas home run ball. There's this, I can't put my finger on it, Joey, but I think people listening will know what I'm saying. There's a certain type of person that carries themselves a certain type of way that I think rubs a lot of people the wrong way. And I'm going solely mm-hmm. off of body language with this guy and how he was talking with them and then going back to the phone, doing this back. Oh, it's like this guy just gave off this. Ah, you are annoying energy. And I think that's what bugged a lot of people is like, dude, it's mm-hmm. it's not that serious. It's a first career so- homer. Get get a bogey autograph, maybe a bat, meet a guy or two and just let's call it a day, please. Come on. The energy that he gave me was that of somebody who speaks their mind all the time, whether or not it's the right time. Yes. So, like, I'll say this. I'm going to speak for you here because I know that you do this because we're both socially smart people. Mm, If If I'm in a situation, right, and somebody says, like, oh, I love blank movies, and it's like a series that I either don't watch or I don't like, I, like, particularly dislike, I still am like, yeah, yeah, they're good, man. They're good. Mm, they're cool. good. Yeah. Nice. This is the kind of guy who would be like, Lord of the Rings are some of the worst movies I've ever seen. You like those? I think those movies suck. They're not even true to the books. And he's totally okay just sitting in that weirdness. He, yeah. If anything, this guy lives for that awkwardness of like, oh, I can go all day. Like, let's let's go. My opinion's like, right, so I don't feel yeah. weird. Do you feel yeah, weird? Yeah, what's your rebuttal? Because I was correct in my opinion. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Really? What so Roger say. Ebert's review, you're going to say Roger Ebert's wrong. You're smarter than Roger Ebert. Yeah. Like it's, he just is, he has that, that air to him. Two home runs in the last uh, 15 seconds while we've been doing this show, Steve, this, um, this sticks going on. I, I, I'm not watching right now. What's, what's happening. Two solo shots. Oh, a couple solo Johnsons. All right. Yeah. It's hard for, I can't watch and then, and record at this. I, I can't multitask yeah. like that. So I love um, when X says Johnson. I love when he says that. Nothing like it. You know, because I, yeah, I love hearing him say that. Yeah. I'm familiar with all the things he says. Yeah, it's like a pair of shoes, you know, stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. I I love that this happened tonight because the Red Sox are looking at a series loss in Tampa. And, Joey, we're obviously going to break this down in the series recap episode, but it does seem like all systems go now for bring everyone down with you if you can. And, and definitely all systems go for get swept. Right? With are we down? If they listen. I think game two right here is the turning point. People by the time they hear this will know if yeah. they win this game, win tomorrow. From there on, just get the Yanks out of first. Rays and Jays, you lay down, I think. Yeah. I, I think basically forfeit game three to Tampa so they have a better chance of catching up to the Yankees. And then we root for that. We root for Xander batting title. Mm-hmm. Uh we root for beating the Yankees. Beating the Yankees. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. See, we can still root for beating the Yankees, and we hate those Yankees. So, like, mm. we can still do stuff that we do. We mm. can root for Aaron Judge to set the record because we're honest and we like Aaron Judge, and that would be a cool mm. thing to see with our own eyes. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff coming up, Joey. This next month, I, it's going to be very eventful. Obviously, on mm. the recap episode, we'll talk about the Kike extension. But I, I'm glad to-, to hit 11 more this year. That'd be cool. Casas, yeah, that's what I, I'm I said. Excited. Totally, what I said. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff to be excited about. But shout out to this guy. I don't I don't love him. I actually dislike him. But 
I like what he gave us tonight. He gave us a completely unexpected, weird little add-on to the top Red Sox prospects first career home run. So I'm thankful for that. Thank you. Thank you, Ryan, for all you great job, Jemai. Once again, Jemai Jemai did a really good job. I the in-game interviews are next to impossible. Like it's and of course, mm-hmm. action's going on. There's like a double. Guys are coming in, and Jemai's like, "So you dropped your your phone or your chicken wing? Like what? What went? Uh, it's like that's a hard thing to do. That's a hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, and and uh, I gotta I gotta get on the broadcast here, Steve. I gotta. It's a wait, little wait, bit wait, here. Yeah, I gotta. I can tell you one. Right, what do you, What do you got? One. When action starts happening on the field, this guy, this goober, has yeah, enough awareness to be like, "Oh, I should stop talking." We go back to the booth now. Jemai, stop talking. We go back to the booth now. Silence. Jemai goes, there's a lot going on right now, so I'm going to throw it to you guys. Get the hint. And it was like, it was the second time in the game that I had been like genuinely frustrated by the, by the, the call. And people know I'm an OB defender. I get on here and I say, Hey, I think he gets too much flack. I like him a lot. I think he's good. Yeah. I think he's good. He is good. That Cassis call was tough. That sounded. That's what. That's what I said. All right. He. It was like he was bored to tears, bro. That was so tough, especially when there's been so many examples recently of first career home runs, first career hits, where guys are getting the treatment and like, you know the. That stunk. That stunk. That should have been a huge. The home run call is not Ob strong suit. I I think there's been plenty occasions of that. The Rafael Devers one. Uh, in DC uh, last year was mm-hmm. a good example of that, but yeah, it it, it happens. I, I just I know I mentioned you. I think before we started recording that I was bummed that I I saw an Ian Brown tweet that he went that Costas went deep mm-hmm. uh, before like two seconds before the pitch, and so it just kind of I don't think I even heard the call. It just kind of ruined it for me. I was like, ah, dude, damn. Fubo, you got to have a conversation with Fubo. Fubo sucks. Oh, I'll, I'll uh, that's the conversation. You suck. Yeah, that's, that's what my combo would be with Fubo. End of conversation. Fubo TV is garbage. Capital G. Capital for all the letters. It is. Are you thinking about going over to Nesson 360, perhaps? There or was do a you use Fubo for other, other stuff? There's a reason why we didn't. Oh, I don't think the app was on our TV. Oh, well, now it is. Now it is. Now the apps are out there. The app is out there now. It's 30 bucks, yeah, for just Nesson. So you'd be surrendering whatever else you use Fubo for, but I can't imagine. It's, I don't know if it's on our TV. Like, I certain apps show up on the TV. Like, I don't know if we can down whatever. That's a whole thing. I don't want to get into that because yeah, it's yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, shout out to this uh goof that got <laughs> Tristan's first homer and Jemai. Good work. Shout and out to Red you, Sox. Doofus. Yeah, shout out, to- <laughs> shout out to you, you bozo that got that ball. <laughs> um that was i mean it was a hey, it was it was worth a couple laughs it was a good time so i'm actually genuinely thankful it happened but yeah next you'll hear from joey and i is recapping this socks Rays series uh pulling for the Rays. i think at this point we want them to catch the yankees a yankees uh wild card series would be hilarious so that's kind of what you're hoping for at this point but any uh closing thought joey uh no, my la- my close thought. Is shout out to you, doofus. Shout out to you, you clown. Shout out to you, man. Way to go, Props. you goober. Props to you, you nerd. No, he's not a nerd. He's he's a doofus. He's a goof. He's, he's a goof. But hey, hey, you got a got a bogey and got a Devers. I think he snuck a Devers autograph out of this. So 
He did his job. Should have gone for raised season tickets. That would be way less expensive. I, think, I was going to say, I think value that's value the autographs. Like, yeah, 100 bucks. Raised season tickets, 10 bucks. For Joey Capone, I am Steve Peralt. Go Sox, kid. Thank you.